I don't think OG stands for old guy. But I am an old guy. OG is slang for someone who's incredibly, exceptionally old school. It can be earnestly used for some legend like Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, uh, Mike Pence, or more ironically for a friend of yours who might have a special skill. My special skill is just producing the podcast. My personal Twitter feed from five or six days ago. Jim Cramer, to whom I used to listen as he did a thing entitled Mad Money Tweeted If the Russians Had Seven Mechanized Divisions East of Ukraine Who Were Then Sent Into Ukraine, that it is hard to believe that they have not already won what they wanted to win. Putin either had no plan for occupation or has made a blunder. Richard Ingle, again from my Twitter, an NBC reporter says, you know, you're an unpopular leader when Sweden is sending your enemy 5,000 anti-tank missiles. But then... Edward Snowden uh, remains in Russia and says that he is not suspended over a barrel of hot oil or a barrel of monkeys. He did not tweet about monkeys. I just used that for my personal punchline. The podcast has episodes, and Mockery Rocks is the podcast, so the episodes are rocks for the Patreon feed. This is Rock One, March 4, 2022. I am Pat Boggs. Here is how you qualify for the podcast. First, you say to yourself, the only podcast I need is Mockery Rocks. Why? Because there are some who think they can replace CNN or NBC or even replace your local newspaper. I do hope you read. I support literacy. Secondly, you might have a job. The working class might not have too much time for media. Watch some TV. Listen to some radio. Read the newspaper. Flip through TikTok. Scroll down some Facebook. Scroll down some Instagram. And if you add up your workday and your media consumption, that comes to already nine or ten hours. If you take the podcast, The Rocks, I promise to take just a quarter hour of your time each time. And we hope to grow that into each day 
or each week if you happen to be a pedestrian. I am Pat. Or Patrick Boggs. I do a radio show playing the hits in a place called Shizuoka, Japan. The radio station allows me to use the radio studio to record the podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. The 4th of March. But I want to talk about what might have happened a couple of days before, like the 2nd of March. That was the birthday of a guy who was born in Perth, Amboy, New Jersey. His name is John Bone Jovi. Is he an old guy? He's 60 already. 60 years old, a singer, songwriter, a musician, and sometimes even an actor. I want to say that I was surprised that that is his name, but it's sort of a variant of his name, not exactly his name. I use the expression variant very carefully because, you know, diseases have variants, but I think names do too. Another guy whose birthday was the 2nd of March, was born way back in 1904. And then he passed away in 1991. A real guy, not a fictional guy, a real guy, Dr. Seuss. Though he wrote children's books, he also drew over 400 political cartoons making Hitler a target as well as Charles Lindbergh that was back during World War II, of course. Sometimes I, the old guy, the old school character on a podcast likes to bring up a little history until the ratification of the 20th Amendment to the Constitution of the United States. In 1933, the official day for the presidential inauguration was March 4. which is now, but that would have been March 4 in 2021, but instead it was January 21st, I believe. The first president of the United States, George Washington, was not inaugurated until April 30th, although Congress scheduled the first inauguration for March 4th, 1789, they were unable to count the electoral ballots as anticipated. Consequently, the first inauguration was postponed to allow the president-elect time to make the long trip from his home to 
the nation's capital. But his home is very close to Washington, D.C. When we say the nation's capital at that time, we're talking about New York City. In celebration of his own inauguration, Andrew Jackson invited the American public to the White House. Overwhelming crowds ruined many White House furnishings and forced the new president to make a gateway through a window. Undeterred by the raucous reception, Jackson continued to host public parties at his residence. So... Security was not a problem. On Monday, March 4, 1861, President James Buchanan and President-elect Abraham Lincoln left the Willard Hotel in Washington, D.C. in a horse-drawn carriage bound for the Capitol and Lincoln's first inauguration. There, before hundreds of citizens... Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, Roger B. Taney, administered the presidential oath of office, swearing in Lincoln as the 16th president. We've come so far. We've come so far, we would think. But I am promoting the candidacy of uh, Pat Sajak, who is a game show host on TV. Wheel of Fortune. Why am I promoting him? Well, let's see. Let me count the ways. He is slightly politically active. And he did not have bone spurs, so he did go to... Vietnam while serving in the U.S. military. And I do believe he should debate the other Republican candidates. Will former President Donald J. Trump be one of those? We wonder, we wonder. Will he still be in good health? We wonder, we wonder. I thank you for listening to this rock of mockery. And when I speak on mockery rocks, I will not always do it rhythmically, I promise. Thank you from Pat Boggs.